1: I'm Jenna Ellis, and welcome to Just the Truth Podcast, sponsored by the Thomas More Society, which is a not-for-profit national public interest law firm dedicated to restoring respect in law for life, family, and religious liberty. You can find them at thomasmoresociety.org basically a Friday roundup of all of the topics this past week that we really need to cover as conservatives. And of course, on this show, we always get to the truth and the truth of what you need to know, how to analyze these political topics, not just from a constitutional basis, but also from a correct, truthful worldview basis. We've had so much uh, just in this past week from both Democrats and Republicans, from the Arkansas Governor uh, Asa Hutchinson, which I talked about when Wednesday on my show where uh, he had this ridiculous principle of Um, that he invoked, saying that the principle of limited government somehow justifies vetoing a bill that would protect children against chemical castration. That's insane, coming from a Republican. He's obviously not a conservative. Then you have Joe Biden yesterday talking about gun control and saying that amendments aren't absolute and completely obliterating the truthful context of the U.S. Constitution that is built upon the fact and the recognition that our rights are inalienable and come from God, our creator, not our government. Joe Biden, as our chief magistrate, as the president of the United States, doesn't even know how to read the Constitution in context. And he's getting up in a press conference telling the American people that somehow he has the authority unilaterally through an executive order to foreclose our right to self-defense and to keep and bear arms. This is something where we as conservatives and as the American people, that we have a government of the people, by the people, and for the people, we the people need to understand that both Democrats and Republicans must be called out when they are not doing their job in government by preserving and protecting the rights that come from God our Creator. So uh, to continue this conversation with me tonight, my guest is Aubrey Shines, you know him, from uh, Real America's Voice and his show, America Shines, every Saturday at 1 p.m. So, Aubrey, thanks so much for joining me here Always again. Always
0: great being with you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. So
1: as, as we're talking about um, kind of big picture mm-hmm. overview um, in this Friday roundup, uh, all of these things, I think, are really important for people to understand the foundation of the principles of conservatism, because when you have somebody like Asa Hutchinson, who's invoking the principle of limited government, that's a good Thing, but he's clearly using that to promote something that's wrong. Mm-hmm. And then you have someone like Joe Biden who's now saying, well, I'm invoking you know, that the amendments aren't absolute in such a wrong way. We have to, Aubrey, think through this not only practically, constitutionally, but truthfully.
0: Yeah, we do. I think what's really scary, Jenna, to me, consider our sitting president. He says, look, I have more authority than the Constitution is really what he's saying in a nutshell. I can't help but to reflect historically, because that's where my strength is. What did the founders say? What did they really mean? Now again, the jurisprudence part, that's your part. But when I look from a historical dynamic, this is what I find. Had this same type of president been elected or an office given to him, in this case, X amount of hundreds of years ago, here's what we would have had. We'd have had black Americans in this country that would not have been able to defend themselves because they would not have had the right constitutionally to bear arms. A lot of information historically, unfortunately, is not known on issues of this. It was the Constitution that allowed black guys, girls to buy and purchase firearms during a time when the Southern Democratic Party wanted to make sure that they could not defend themselves because they were able to purchase guns. A lot of the things that we saw, as horrific and barbaric as they were during that time, I can imagine the pillage that would have happened had they not had a right to bear arms. So, my question goes into this premise. If that was true then, how much more is it true now? When you look at the rampant crime that's happening in states that I once Lived in, college in Illinois, when you look at these institutions that keep saying, hey, you as a citizen don't have a right, but us elitists, oh, we have a right to make sure we're protected. We have bars around our homes, we have security guards, secret service, but the citizens rely on us. I'm not willing to run that gamut. I've seen how that works in Venezuela and some of the other places. Jenna doesn't do very well. I'm not interested, and nor based on the polling, nor is the rest of Americans.
1: Yeah. And neither were our founding fathers. And that's why they understood that our rights come from God, our creator, not our government, because they had seen in their own experience and also throughout human history, how rights were so easily infringed upon by governments who wielded tyrannical power, rather than recognizing that rights are for everyone and all individuals. And the the problem, Aubrey, with Joe Biden's statements talking about how um, amendments aren't absolute, well, first... Uh, we're talking about our rights. Our rights aren't absolute. But then also in context, the Bill of Rights, that's not, the language of the Constitution isn't what gives us our rights. If we didn't have the Second Amendment, we would still have the God-given, unalienable right to keep and bear arms, to use that for self-protection and for protection of our family and certainly protection of individuals against our government. And so he doesn't even understand what he's talking about. And that is so dangerous because he is not only our president, but he's now saying this is his supposed power under the U.S. Constitution.
0: Yeah, and I don't see it. And and I think any basic student, one doesn't have to have a degree in jurisprudence to get this. Just remember your constitution. Basic civics. Yeah, I mean, right? I mean, so here you have this president that's telling American citizens, hey, I know better than you. I'm not sure who his speech writers are, um, but I can assure you, this is not a good move, and Jenna, it's not going to play well for the American public.
1: No, not at all. And I think you're right that this is just about uh, whoever's putting the words on the teleprompter. Joe Biden probably doesn't even know what he said or why he's no, saying of course. it. But uh, we're going to continue this conversation with my good friend Aubrey Shines when we come back with more of Just the Truth. And remember to tune in tomorrow to his show America Shines at 1 p.m. right here on Real America's Voice. Continuing the conversation here on Just the Truth with my good friend Aubrey Shines, who's the host of America Shines, right here on Real America's Voice. And we're talking about the truth of our Constitution and the foundation of our government, recognizing that we have rights that are God-given. Those are self-evident truths. And we have in this country today, both Republicans and Democrats who don't understand those principles. And so they are using and, frankly, manipulating the Constitution and their own powers to serve their political purposes rather than being focused on the limited power of government, but also using that principle in its legitimate context. So, Aubrey, as we're talking um, about Joe Biden and this whole uh, gun control executive order and executive action that he was talking about yesterday. I mean, there's so much to cover there. And and frankly, Um, hardly any of it was constitutional in the context of the Second Amendment. And so as we're moving forward um, as conservatives now dealing with an administration that, as as you're right, I mean, we know that he was just put into office. He wasn't genuinely elected. We can have the whole conversation about election integrity that we need to um, and that we're continuing to have. But as we as as conservatives and as Christians look at this, we have to make sure that we understand civics, that we understand this isn't just pushing back again against the policy. This is pushing back against tyranny and a corrupt abuse of power. Yeah, it
0: it really is. And consider Jenna, the governor, who should be, at least he was elected as a conservative for the great state of Arkansas. Look at the decision that he made just this past week to say, you know what, Um, I have to consider other issues here when I'm dealing with this transgender issue. And I I said, honestly, in amazement, uh, it just my heart broke because I thought about Facts that I know, case in point, when these children's bodies have been unfortunately taken away from them, because this is what genital removal does it removes body parts they'll never get back again. When they put these uh, puberty drugs in them, it's killing their organs, they'll never get that shot again. I know statistically, and again, this is what I deal with give me the facts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know that these same kids, when they get 18, 19 years of age, 92 to 93% of those kids, they always go back to their biological makeup. So you have now a Republican, at least in name, who has said, I know better than the rest of the parents. So I guess my question would be, then why not, I don't know, side with kids that want to drive a car at seven years of age? How about kids at five years of age that desire, I think I want to go into the marijuana dispensaries and get marijuana after all? Should we not consider them as well? What about the new groups that are out that I'm soon to talk about in a few weeks where they're trying now to normalize pedophilia? Should we also, Jenna, go in that direction in the name of fairness? We have a problem in this nation. And if Americans on both sides of this aisle don't recognize that fact, we're going to lose America.
1: Yeah, and Aubrey, you mentioned going the direction of pedophilia, and we've seen, um, and this is a conversation that the leftists don't want to have because uh, they're still trying to market this and soft market it as, uh, well, love is love, and, you know, there's no sexual orientation that we can condemn or we can judge. Just let everyone, you know, you're being too judgy as a Christian. That's always what they say. Um, And yet, with the protections that we've established on the foundation of truth, and we have the understanding that all law is is inherently moral. When we prohibit something in society like murder or rape or sexual harassment or any of these things that we all hopefully agree on are are self-evident morally wrong, and we don't even have to agree on that to know that they are morally wrong, that's self-evident truth, that is a commentary on the morality of our civil society. If we allowed, Evil to run rampant without civil society stepping in and saying we're prohibiting that, then we're no longer a moral union. And so uh, when we look at an issue like pedophilia, and I see this coming uh, from the left when they're trying to normalize these types of sexual orientations and also when they're trying to normalize the idea that if children can choose their gender, can choose uh, certain uh, lifestyle choices that have complete impact um, and irreparable harm to them mm-hmm. at such a young age when they're minors, then what's to stop the left from saying, well, uh, a child at the age of you know, six or eight then has the ability to have consent to have sex with an adult. I mean, that's where we're going. Well,
0: I think we're here. I do. And I'm sad to say that because I look at North America. I look at some of the European blocks as well. And I, I see this trend trending already because now you have what's, and I hate to just be as blunt as I am right here, but you already have these groups that are already established, that have already said, hey, listen, the fact that same sex is okay, the same individuals are now saying, hey, wait a minute, why can't we have group marriage? Mm -hmm. Why can't 20 men marry one young lady, underage even? As a matter of fact, the same leftist group, Jenna, they're trying now to lower the age of consent. There is a reason for this because they realize that in doing so, and and this is my historical take, because part of my background is patristic theology. It's just a fact. I understand that when Rome fell, it fell for a reason wasn't because they were not smart, bright, brilliant individuals. It's because they continue to lower the bar of morality. Once that bar was lowered, then who makes the laws? Laws become relevant. There is no absolutes that are involved anymore. And we're seeing the same premise being lived out now. The same groups that said, hey, no, love is love. What now is to prohibit those same type of minded individuals? Now, again, when I talk like this, oh, he's a hater. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not. The beauty of the United States of America is people can choose what they want, but where are the 80-plus million that said, no, we don't want this country to go this way? Why is it that there are selective individuals, selective governors, selected uh, 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 federal prosecutors that won't touch these things? Why is it that there are lawyers? that are siding with this, one is going to keep them and make them very, very wealthy. Why
1: are they so afraid of it?
0: Well, they're afraid because, again, this is all about power. And I think Booker T. Washington put it best, in my opinion. He says there's always going to be those individuals that will keep this dynamic alive. For one reason, I quote him, he says, because it makes them prominent. And when they're prominent, they have power. When they have power, they have position and now they have a means to make a living. And if we don't see it for what it is, we're gonna continue to erode this great country by standards that don't exist by the majority of Americans, and we're allowing activist governors, activist judges to begin now to usurp authority over the masses of individuals, and they're stripping our rights away right before us and the mainstream media, they're playing right into it because it fits the depravity of their moral agenda. We must push back.
1: Absolutely, and it's it's so important as well the to look at the danger that Governor Hutchinson with his appeal to the principle of limited government. That's a that's a genuine correct principle because sure. we know that uh, we don't we don't give government absolute power. The legislature can't just create anything, any law that they want. Um, majorities, of course, matter in America, but it doesn't matter whether one person or 100% of people recognize truth, truth still exists. And we yeah. don't have this sort of standpoint epistemology where it's my truth versus your truth, or we just have to come together and as society ebbs and flows along the way, yeah. then we have this kind of a social construct theory where uh, we can just evolve truth as it happens. And so it's it's absolutely correct for him to say that the principle of limited government is there, but what he's forgetting is also the principle of legitimate government and yeah. legitimate uh, right and wrong and the measurable difference between good and evil. Because if civil society is only about limiting the power of government, then are we going to limit it to such an extent that we're not punishing crime and we're not protecting you and me and our children and our families from moral harm and genuine evil, then what do we prohibit? What can we prohibit ever? And so this is where that kind of pushback and that kind of wrong recognition and wrong utilization of that principle is so dangerous because yeah. then it's giving basically uh, the license to the leftists to say, well, some power is good. And so yeah. we can automatically point that out as completely incorrect. Well,
0: Think about what you just said regarding you know, this limited idea. Again, I get the principle, love the principle. But take a look at New York, take a look at California. They're already doing the same thing that you unfortunately echoed, and that's this. Hey, commit this crime over here, we're not gonna even hold you for it. We're not going to hold you for a crime of prostitution or a crime of, of, of going in and stealing $1,200, $1,300 of groceries from a local uh, you know, facilitator. So when you begin to say we're gonna push back and we're not gonna prosecute those individuals, what you're doing at that point, you're saying we have a new moral standard. We don't believe that covetous is wrong, then we don't believe that stealing is wrong. After all, you're just stealing from a large corporation and they can make it back. But right. on who? Right. On, on whose back? That means that the more stolen, you and I, we go into the same store, we're having to pay more. Why? Mm-hmm. Because you have those individuals that don't want to address this issue.
1: Right. And even if it could be paid back by insurance or whatever, that doesn't mean that the that the actual act of stealing is ever morally okay. Exactly. I mean, this is where this whole idea that we can just create truth and that it's just relativistic and that society is what determines absolute truth is completely ridiculous and is something that does not is not in accord with reality. No, it,
0: it really isn't. And again, if we're going to continue to lower the standards, then where does it stop? Because are we going to then get to a point, which, by the way, we are, and I'm being a bit sardonic when I say, are we going to get to the point? Of course, I know that we're already at this point, unfortunately. But the reality of this matter is, you're already lowering the standards. So you're saying that I can go in and murder, I can go in and commit another different crime, and because I'm a certain color, or I'm a certain gender. You shouldn't attribute that crime to me after all. It's Aubrey's fault, or it's Jenna's fault, that I did it in the first place. What they're really after, Jenna, historically, is to eradicate God out of the equation. Mm -hmm. Why? Because without judgment, it's indicative of a God. A God who says, I have a standard, do what Mm -hmm. you want, but there's, there's going to there's be a, a, a price to pay for this thing absolutely. here. So if we can get rid of the standard, get rid of the judgment, you get rid of the concept of God.
1: Mm, absolutely. Well, this is such an important conversation. And we're going to continue the conversation with my good friend, Aubrey Shines, who's host of America Shines, right here on Real America's Voice. So stick around. We'll be right back with more of Just the Truth. continuing the conversation here on Just the Truth with my friend Aubrey Shines, who's host of America Shines right here on Real America's Voice every Saturday at 1 p.m. And Aubrey, these conversations um, are so important when we're getting to uh, what you just said before the break, which is that the leftist agenda is to eradicate God from society. And we're seeing that. I mean, everything that I post about truth on social media, Mm -hmm. everything that we say on the show about truth, uh, that anyone comments from the left, it's always, well, why are you pushing your morality? Morality on me. I don't believe in God. I don't want God. And what they don't understand is that they're benefiting from a moral and upright society to the extent that we still have that in 2021. Yeah. We at least still have some sure. laws on the books. But they don't understand this connection between legitimate law and legitimate morality.
0: Yeah, think about it even in terms of what's going on in Georgia. Here you have Stacey Abrams, who, with Al Sharpton, they go and speak to the commissioner of baseball on just on this past week it this all is revealed now and the commissioner of baseball says you know what because of unfair voting practices in georgia we're going to morally take a position and we're going to Jenna, we're going to move away over one hundred million dollars away from Cobb county fulton county Cobb county which is by the way right at 60, 61 percent black brown people there we're going to take a hundred million dollars even after this horrible pandemic that we've all gone through, and we're going to move it over to Denver. We're going to go to the Colorado area. Love Colorado, by the way. It's a mm-hmm. beautiful I, place. Uh,
1: that's my home state. Yeah, I love the <laughs> but, place. Love it. But again... But it's not as diverse. It's
0: not as diverse. It's just not but it. It, And here's, it. here's the killer, because it goes back to moral truth again. The commissioner did this predicated on what he called, according to Stacey Abrams, unfair law practices, because black and brown people are discriminated against. Now, here's the fact, again... Truth always wins out if it has an audience that it can talk about it. The facts are there's nothing discriminatory about What's going on as far as making sure that laws are intact? So here are the lies that we hear from the Stacey Abrams group, and they've infiltrated with the Al Sharpton types to go in to say, you know what, we got to change this. This is unfair. Let's move these businesses out. By the way, this is hurting black and brown uh, businesses that are there that are really, really doing quite well outside of the pandemic. And
1: they're not talking about that part. Well, they're not then, talking about the effect no, of their action. They're just no. virtue signaling. Well,
0: not only that, think about this. And here's the image that I want every one of the viewers to understand. They'll say things like this Well, they don't even want in the new law that people can have water to drink. And when I <laughs> read it, and by the way, I read the law, yeah. I thought this is absolutely asinine. Why? Because here's the reality they're not saying the you law can't drink isn't water. Saying that at but all. can I tell you what they're really doing? They're conjuring up in the minds of low IQ individuals that don't understand. Here's the image that most are missing. They're trying to reflect back during a period of time. This is why they call it Jim Crow Point 2.0, where blacks and whites had to have separate water. Why do you think that they used the water issue? They used Mm -hmm. it to put it in the minds of the people. They don't even want you to drink water with them. Now, the truth here is, again, just the truth. The truth is that water is allowed. And here's my thoughts. If if it's so hot in November, which it really is, and it's usually kind of cool, no one's overheating at this point, Bring water yourself. Mm -hmm. Who's to say that a polling place has to give you water? Here's another part of the lie. They don't have IDs. The majority of black and brown people in Georgia have said, we actually want this bill. You know why, Jenna? They are offended at Al Sharpton and Stacey Abrams for persuading $100 million to leave their, their economy on the basis of a lie. Where's the morality there? The morality is with Stacey Abrams type. Let's destroy this nation. Again, this is a God issue. Let's take God out because we don't like the way this Judeo-Christian thing works as it relates to making judgments about who we love, what we love, how we like it. Let's make one person a bad person or one group the bad group. Let's make all white people devils or something like that. And we'll foster this concept that all of a sudden we all then will begin to champion what's right. Again, it's a lie based on one thing. It eliminates the concept of God. It says to a bunch of brown and black people, you're too ignorant to even get an ID. By the way, the majority of them already have it. Mm -hmm. And I heard one from the far left, Uh, they wrote me this ridiculous thing, and I was on one of their shows, and they said, You just don't like the fact that brown and black people are finally going to get ahead in life. And I had to remind them of the numbers of what has happened under a prior administration, the record low unemployment numbers. And when I reminded that particular host of a show, I said, Here's the rub. I said, The majority of people already have it. And you talk about poor people, if they are the recipients of any type of federal entitlement, guess what? They still had to have ID. Mm -hmm. in order to cash that check so we're being told a lie again something that's anti-god for the purpose of pushing their own agenda
1: absolutely because it doesn't match with reality it doesn't match with facts but it matches only with their agenda and what they want to do is completely ignore all of the facts and the truth to the contrary of the agenda that they want to push and that's why it's so important to not just view each of these particular political uh, stories in isolation because that's what the left likes to do they want it they want to completely isolate the Georgia law from the the issue of election integrity they want to pretend that this is all about racism or this is all about you know as you said you know, the Jim Crow uh, era stuff they want to to draw that mental image for people and they mm-hmm. want to to isolate that from what's going on with the gun control laws which if you actually look at that there was an article out yesterday that said that more uh, black people than ever before are are uh, gun owners Owners. And you have to have an ID for that, right? I mean that's that's what Biden himself is pushing is actually background checks for a longer waiting period. And so how how does that match up? But they don't want to correlate any of these issues. They don't want to talk about fact and truth. They just want to push their agenda through on each of these isolated points. And you're absolutely right, Aubrey, that the fundamental Uh, threshold issue and their worldview, how they see America through this. They hate our system of government because our system is built to protect all of our rights, to protect election integrity, to protect gun ownership, to protect our free exercise of religion, to protect the fact that we have God in society, Mm -hmm. that we have our laws that are built on moral truth. They want to tear down our system and create a totally new America because fundamentally, our laws and our system go against their understanding of morality, which is their own self-image. And they want to make sure that anything that is built on fact and truth goes out the window and they don't want our constitutional system and they hate what America was built upon because ultimately they hate God.
0: Well, that is, And I've been screaming this, I feel like, infinity in my life. I really have. Because again, I go back Keep to... Keep going. Yeah, right? We've got to right? be, be true <laughs> you <know>, singers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's the reality. Yes. Again, the whole Jim Crow lie, lie. Blacks during their time, guess what they were trying to do? You know this, I know this. They were just simply trying to be identified that we are American citizen. The new group that says, oh, this is Jim Crow 2.0, they said, no, no, we don't want to know your identity. Why is that? Because to know the identity means that people will identify with their God. Mm-hmm. It was Again, it was a God-conscious that worked through white Quakers joining hands with black clergymen during a time when this country was in upheaval as related to slavery. And it was the first congressional leaders of the GOP party. They were not white. They were black as well. This is where they got their start to say, hey, you know what? We're on the side of a Frederick Douglass. We're on the side of a guard. We're on the side of a Booker T. Washington, rather. And they want to take that out because if you take it out, You take the God narrative out. Let us create ourselves is what they're really saying because that's what real uh, humanists really believe. Let's skip God. We are God in our own image. We know what's right. Mm -hmm. We know what's best. And those of you that have judgment calls on this, we can even govern your children because We know what's best even for your children.
1: And that then equates to unlimited power. And they would like to pretend that government, whether it's an executive order from Joe Biden or whoever's actually running the White House or whether it's the majority of Democrats in Congress, they want to pretend that they have unlimited power to change truth, to change morality subjectively and to create laws that not only do they not actually have the genuine power for, but they can't even practically do. I mean, this would be The example I always use is what if Congress got in session today and said, you know what would be really great for America? Let's repeal the law of gravity. We, we, we don't like that that's affecting sure, Americans sure. because somehow that's racist, right? Gravity is racist now. Well, we laugh, right? I mean, your yeah, immediate reaction uh, yeah. is like, that's stupid, right? Because we know that government does not have the power to repeal natural law. Yeah. But natural law is not amoral, meaning it doesn't have any moral tenor at all. It means that law, natural law, is inherently moral. We know because the truth of God is embedded in our hearts. Yeah. We are human beings made in the image of God. We all insist. Instinctively, naturally, know, and even the Democrats use terms like right and wrong, good and evil. Sure, sure. They know that there is that measurable difference. It has to come from someone outside ourselves in order to be objective. And we know that the power of government rule has to, by definition, be limited.
0: Well, yeah, they know it. But again, in their own image, it's a better way to go because, again, it keeps them in power. I always find it very interesting that the people that uh, fight against these type of things, fight against a parent having the right to govern his or her son or daughter in a particular area, whether it's education, whatever it is, guess what? Their kids get a chance to go to whatever schools they want, they get a chance to do whatever they want, and I'm fine with it. Jenna, I don't begrudge anyone that has taken this system in the United States that we use called capitalism and make it work for them, I think yeah. it's a beautiful thing. That I tell you this.
1: because everybody has that opportunity. Yeah, exactly,
0: I don't have the same opportunity of outcome if I choose a profession yes. that's not good. Exactly. So if I choose to do something, and nothing wrong with pottery, but if I choose to go with pottery as my vocation, I shouldn't begrudge you if you choose to become a mechanical engineer and you live a certain kind of life. But when I travel Europe, And when I travel other places and when I see they don't have the same opportunities, it makes me understand something. There's a reason why that in the United States of America, people will even break the law to get here. But Americans are not breaking the law to get to anywhere else. That's because we have something unique and we can find it in the tenets of our history and that is God. That is the idea that there's a creator that gives you and I the right to become whatever we desire to become. The left hates that because yes. if you take that part of the equation out, they become God mm-hmm. and they can control you and I in every area of life. I yes. won't stand for it.
1: Now, and you know, if there is, if socialism worked, the caravans would be headed to Venezuela, not to America. That's good. So, all right, well, we'll be right back with more with my good friend, Aubrey Shines, who's host of America Shines right here with more on Just the Truth. Continuing the conversation here on Just The Truth with my friend Aubrey Shines, who's host of America Shines at 1 p.m. Saturdays here on Real America's Voice. And we're talking about the importance of learning the root perspective and the worldview of where the leftist agenda and philosophy really comes from. And so Aubrey, um, we, I mean, the hour goes by so fast and, um, and this is why it's so important to have these deep dive conversations because you can never get to all of this in, you know, a two minute segment. Mm -hmm. And as you're explaining this, that really the left's whole position is to excise God out of society, out of America, because they want to establish themselves as God and they want to have the power that God has, ultimately. They want to be able to determine Whatever truth is to them. And that's why this whole narrative of find your truth, live your best life, that's even being thrust upon regular citizens. But this whole idea and concept of power in government is, to me, so interesting in the, the original con, uh, concept and mm-hmm. construct of our Constitution because um, our founders understood that absolute power corrupts absolutely. Sure. Right? And they also understood that power is only part of the authority that's given by God in the instant- institutions that he designed. And so when they recognized God as the supreme judge of the universe, I love that title that they gave God in the Declaration of Independence. They recognize that the power that we exercise as, as human beings, whether it's um, any of our rights, parental rights, mm-hmm. whether it's authority in the church, whether it's civil government, all of that is still under God's ultimate authority. And that's, I think, the structure that um, that the leftists are ignoring. Even a lot of conservatives sure. today are ignoring because when we look at uh, Republicans and, and so many people are like, well, why, Jenna, are you complaining about Republicans? Well, I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat. I care what they're standing for and calling out the truth. Because the truth, and this is actually in my book, The Legal mm-hmm. Basis for a Moral Constitution, is this um, what I call the the hierarchy of our system of government. Because if you have the constitution that's completely isolated from the foundation in recognizing a divine lawgiver, then you have a constitution that's completely divorced from its moral uh, root and its moral moorings.
0: Yeah, it it, it is. And again, when I hear that, I I often reflect of the various conversations I've had with, with various individuals on both sides of the aisle. And I often hear, well, you know, Aubrey, here's what you don't get. Yeah, that's all good. But all these guys that founded this stuff, they were all a bunch of racists, slave owners. And, of course, that's not true. But, again, it's the narrative that they're being taught. It's the narrative that they have digested for so long. It's the narrative where good and great journalists should really just be just shredding apart with the facts, with the evidence. They don't. Why?
1: They're not journalists. They're no, activists. They're, yeah, Exactly. <laughs>
0: yes. And they're trying to push their own agenda because, again, in order to have this idea of God, you're going to also have to find out, well, what is his thoughts? Does he have thoughts on economics? Does he have mm-hmm. thoughts on relationships? What is his thoughts on these issues? Well, when you begin to examine that from a historical perspective, and again, this is so easy to do, you will see the collapse of nations when they divorce themselves away from this concept of mm-hmm. God.
1: Truth there always is not
0: wins. one nation to date that has ever stood where God started as part of the narrative and then they divorced God out of the narrative. Mm -hmm. Sounds to me like those who are trying to push this agenda, they have a purpose. One is to collapse this great, great state, this great country for one purpose, that they themselves can become in their own mind, their own leaders, their own dictators, and they can tell the rest of America what's best for America. We can't allow this to happen. Our children's children will, unfortunately, be the benefactors of something so horrible that they'll never survive. This is why they change the identity of even children now to say, hey, look, a child doesn't know. And I was shocked, Jenna, to, to hear this. On CNN, children don't know. We don't know at birth what a, a, a child is. Again, they think, well, that's bad policy. No, no, that's about God because, again if you a judeo-christian have that ethos you know that in the beginning there was a male and there was a female so why would someone who supposedly have matriculated in someone's university go before cnn's audience worldwide and say when a child is a child they don't know the gender why that's not just a policy issue that's a god issue yes because if we can it's a truth claim it's a exactly and if you can eradicate that from the public forum then now all of a sudden you're making children, not in God's image, but in your image. We can't do it. We can't stand back and allow these things to happen. If we do, Jenna, we will lose this nation. And for those individuals you think, all oh, this will never happen in America, I challenge them. Go back 20 years mm-hmm. and just ask yourself a few basic, basic questions. Did you ever think that we would get to a point in this nation that we could not define a boy from a girl? No one would have ever believed this 20 years ago.
1: Or even saying that it's okay for a man to marry a man. I mean, even having the definition of marriage, being suspect and uh, being completely obliterated in society, we are incrementally going down the path that ancient Rome was.
0: That is why I always use Rome as an example. Mm -hmm. Study Rome and you'll find so many similarities, not just because they had a synod, we have a synod. No, no, no. They begin to collapse from the inside. It wasn't African countries that came in there, even though they fought and they lost some pretty rough battles with some of these countries. The reality of it is, they began to collapse from the inside because they began to forget that on the premise of Constantine and others that had built a certain type of thinking society where it had a God conscious, the moment that they began to again divorce themselves from that, that whole system began to collapse and everywhere. Yes. And, and we, unfortunately, we're marching now to the same drumbeat because mm-hmm. we have such a passivity and docile behavior in this country that we're not addressing this right. issue. We've and become we too don't, comfortable. we lose.
1: Absolutely. And I think it's so important to go back and look at history and see the civilizations that have collapsed from within, this moral decay and this rot, that when they stopped recognizing truth, AND WHEN GOD IS COMPLETELY EXCISED FROM SOCIETY, THOSE SOCIETIES DO NOT LAST. AND FOR THE PEOPLE WHO HAVEN'T LOOKED BACK AT HISTORY AND THEY'RE THINKING, WELL, YOU KNOW, THIS IS THE WORST THAT AMERICA HAS EVER BEEN, AND THIS IS THE FIRST TIME THAT THIS HAS HAPPENED, AND OH, NO, THIS IS THE WORST POSSIBLE. No, this isn't the first time right. that a nation has been faced with these challenges. Um as as King Solomon said in scripture, there's nothing new under the sun, yeah. right? Sin yeah. is sin is sin and and trying to eradicate God, that was the original sin was yeah. I will be like God, exactly. right? That is what human nature apart from God, has always gravitated towards is that particular sin just manifesting itself in a lot of different ways across a lot of different cultures and a lot of different government systems. And so for the people who are looking at America today and saying, well, we don't know what to do, and this is the first time in human history this has happened. No, no, no. This is just our challenge because it's our lives and it's our ability right now to say we're going to protect and preserve truth and liberty and freedom that's founded on a recognition of God, or we're going to go the way of all of those other civilizations that have ultimately collapsed.
0: Think about this real quick. During this greatest part of this pandemic, most don't know this. Over 600 million downloads of one biblical application was downloaded in America, more than them all. And that was where Isaiah the Old Prophet made this declaration as he was inspired by God to do so. He said, fear not, I'm still with you in the midst of your trouble. Why was that the number one download on an app? It's simple, because in America's DNA, we know that there is a God Now, I don't care what the mainstream media does and how they try to silence and shut us down with activist judges and horrible (laughs) legislation. People still know that, Jenna. And we saw it lived out in the height of this pandemic. This is why we have to at least be able to intelligently have this conversation.
1: Absolutely. And we'll be right back with more here on Just the Truth with my good friend, Aubrey Shines. Welcome back to Just the Truth, and Aubrey Shines is going to be my guest uh, again and again because we have to have these conversations that are so important, and we have to continue talking about truth. We have to continue talking about the issues of our day, but then applying them in context to what our Constitution actually is designed for and recognizes truth and how uh, God, our Creator, gave us our rights, not our government. And we always, always have to be calling out those in power who are not exercising their powers according to the truth. And so this is the last segment here, Aubrey, yeah. already, but that's yeah. why you have to come back. Sure, uh, And, love to. and I, I love these conversations um, because there's so much to unpack here. It is. And we were talking uh, right before the break about how uh, people, I think, are really discouraged right now because they see that America is at a point that we've never been at before. But even if you look just back in the history of America, yeah. we have had really challenging times. We We have had times where our ancestors have had to stand up for truth in their day. This is no different. Maybe the issue is slightly different. Our technology, of course, is different, but our rights never change. And why? Because God never changes. The truth never changes.
0: Think about this. I love the way that you just kind of flowed right in there. You're right. Our ancestors. Now, bigots will hear you say that, and they will assume that's a white issue. No, it's not. You're talking about almost 100,000 blacks who spilled their blood to fight a war along with their white brothers to say, this land has been given to us by God. Now, you don't hear that from a Louis Farrakhan and Al Sharp and a Stacey Abrams. They don't want you to hear that. They don't want you to hear about the 40,000 that Frederick Douglass himself said, hey, look, let's go out here and take that flag. You know, Jenna, that same flag that Colin Kaepernick and LeBron James says is racist, Frederick Douglass, a great evolutionist, he stood and said to especially black Americans, he said, look, this is our principle. It hasn't always lived up to its creed, but the foundation of this is of such. And I always say to the bigots that hear people say things and criticize people like you or criticize people like me, they say, well, when was America ever great? It was great when several hundred thousand men spilled their blood in this soil to make sure that we could sit side by side. To be able to discuss issues of this magnitude, it was great when they fought against the tyranny of slavery and beat back things like Jim Crow laws and KKK members that were part of the Democratic Party. It was great when people came together and said, women should also have a right to vote. It was great when we beat back this idea that education should be equal, but it should be separate. It was blacks and whites that got together, that loved this God and loved this country, and said, going to say we're gonna change this silly stuff, and we're gonna stand united, and they spilt their blood. Now, I would like to think that I'm not advocating going out fighting another civil war. I would like to think that we've already done this thing before. I don't know where life is gonna take us, but I know this. This land is worth preserving. It's worth fighting for, and if we don't get that, if we don't fight, if we don't remember our history, I know I sound like this repeated moron when I say this, but I'm not. We will lose this country. Let's not be so arrogant in this nation to assume that we cannot lose this country. We can We've almost lost it before. You know it from oh, a yes. constitutional perspective yes. better than I. I know, the, I know the language quite well. We almost lost it then. But I believe what Franklin and those Grams thought. It's a republic if we can keep it.
1: If we can keep if it. If
0: we can keep it. How are we going to keep it? We've got to fight for it.
1: Absolutely. And we have to always stand firm on the truth. And even if we sound like a broken record or even if uh, the application of truth is different today than it was yesterday, it doesn't mean that truth is a fluid concept. It just means that uh, our society, of course, technology, different things are changing. But truth and the application of those principles don't change. And, And so the principle itself of saying that we are inherently free and that our society was built on the recognition to have uh, the recognition of God and the ability to create a more perfect union. So when we talk about America being great, it's always been great, it's never been perfect, but we have the best opportunity based on our design of government and our recognition of God and truth to build an even more perfect union. And that's what our founders understood. So for all the people who wanna say, oh, well, our founders were slave owners, they were bigots, they were all this. Well, like you said, there's so much non-truth to that. Yeah. But let's just pretend for a second sure. that our founders were bigots. They, all of them you know, were slave owners that had all of this other uh, problem in their personal life. Well, guess what? Even they can speak truth. Yeah. And even they can say, we are recognizing the limited power of government, but the legitimate power of government to create a more perfect union by recognizing that our rights come from God, our creator. So we're going to design this government to say that we can, as we continue in this great experiment, we can together recognize truth more and more and more as we shape this nation. Yeah. So you and I aren't perfect. Certainly President Trump was not perfect. Sure. None of the great presidents, the great leaders throughout American history have ever been perfect. But when we recognize truth, and it's not about holding up our own, our own selves and our lives as the standard. It's not about saying, I'm a Christian, therefore follow me. It's about saying, I'm a Christian, I recognize truth, therefore follow him.
0: You know, I love it. And I thought about something you said regarding our founders. When I hear the same silly argument about, well, they were this, they were that. And they were bigots. Well, then they were the worst bigots I've ever met in my life because these <laughs> they are were biggest. failures. As bigots. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, these are bigots that fought against slavery and people don't get it. They assume that right. when America started, it started with these founders. It didn't. America was already here. A hundred years later, the founders inherit this thing called slavery. Of course, they were already part of a system. So when we begin to make judgments about people in the past, my God, which one of us? Mm -hmm. We look back at our lives 5 or 10 or 15 years ago and just put our head down in shame over sometimes the silly decisions that we have made. But I love the way that you coined it. They continue to seek a more perfect Perfect union. union. The idea there is that they were seeking. The idea of seeking means I don't know. I'm going to continue to chase pursuit. it because there's something better perhaps at the end of this and rainbow. we're
1: going to continue to chase truth yeah. and to recognize truth yeah. and to continue on this show always speaking truth and in our day saying how can we advance truth rather than advancing just sheer power. And I love that, yeah. Aubrey. So yeah. thanks so much for sure, joining thanks. me today.